Hello and welcome to Gig Tales. I'm your host, Terry, and <laughs> it's really good. You have a good robot voice. Are you going to tell the people who you are? <laughs> I'm, Ash- I'm Ashley. <laughs> oh, no offense, but your robot voice sucks ass. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that was the worst robot i've ever ashley you're good at so much but not that Oh, we would have also accepted maybe boop boop. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> what a fucking welcome to Gig Tales. You know, it's been a while. Um we a lot has happened. <laughs> this is still the podcast where we tell you about gigs of all kinds, whether we were performing <laughs> them or watching them or attending them, whatever. Um or them about told us about them and speaking of robots hot damn did we just accidentally set up the perfect segue into my most recent gig tale i don't know you're gonna have to tell it for me to know so i've been i've been awaiting this story for a while Oh yeah i haven't even told you so i guess we're just doing this there's no intro or anything greg just get ready um so the most recent concert that I went to was the Flaming Lips concert which I I very specifically went to the one in Washington DC so they were performing at Boston Calling but I refused to go to Boston Calling mm-hmm. also the sets at Boston Calling are shorter okay. and they're like festival sets are different right yeah so I really, really wanted to go. I've always loved the Flaming Lips and I've always wanted to see them. But what they were doing this year was they were doing the 20th anniversary of Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. So they were playing the entire album live. Okay. Yeah. So I really wanted to go see, like, it's kind of a cool thing, like a once in a lifetime thing, right? Like, yeah. How often are you going to go see them play? So I got, I was like, I'm not going to Boston Calling, number one. Number two, afterwards, I looked at the set list. and I'm like, of course, I'm glad I didn't go to Boston Calling. It was like half as long at best. Mm -hmm. So I went all the way to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. And (laughs) I just, in case, you know, anyone was unclear. I have a friend who lives there. So I was like, oh, I'll go visit my friend. And like, I'll take her. I was like, do you want to come to the concert with me? And she was like, yeah, totally. So she was like, I've never listened to the Flaming Lips. And I was like, oh, well, you should throw them on and just check it out so you can be ready. So she really had no idea. And she said she later, she said she like put it on shuffle. And I was like, okay, that was risky, but whatever. I recommended that she listen to Yoshimi in its entirety. I believe she didn't. She can correct me later. Mm -hmm. So I go down there. First of all, I get there and uh, this ding dong was supposed to go to a concert. So I got down there on like a Wednesday night and she thought she was going to a concert on a Tuesday night. And then she was like, oh shit, I read my ticket wrong. 
the concert's actually on Wednesday. Do you want to just like come to the concert with me? And I was like, sure, why not? And it was the national and I hate the national. I cannot stand the national. And I was like, yeah, I'll go, whatever. Who cares? We kind of got there halfway through. We missed the opener. And it was actually pretty good. Wow. I have to say it was an instance of like the live show kind of changed it for me. I was like, he's not annoying me that much. I can't stand his voice. And I was like, this actually isn't bothering me. So it was fine. It was a really positive experience. Yeah, that's good. Second of all, I was like, I want to scope out like our spot for tomorrow night to see where we're going to sit. And this friend of mine is, she's a wheelchair user. And so she gets like the ADA accommodation seats. So they put us in this specific spot. And I was like, this is perfect. Like, can we sit here tomorrow night? And they said, yep, just call ahead and we'll reserve a spot for you. So it's like her plus a guest. So go to see the national. That was the Wednesday night. So coming in hot on the Thursday, I'm like, I know exactly where we want to sit because it's all like, it's not assigned seating. It's all like general. So we get there and so that my show, the Flaming Lips show was the next night. And again, I'm like, so did you listen to Flaming Lips? She was like, yeah, I threw it on shuffle. And I was like, all right, like, do you have any idea what's about to happen? And she was like, no. And a lot of people, when I relayed this story to them, told me they were like, this is like in Bob's Burgers when he takes Tina to the... um, uh, it's like that movie thing and like everyone like knows all the words and like the hand motions and it's like very weird. And I think he takes Gene to a concert. Is it like- yeah, it's very Rocky Horror-esque. That's what it's Burgers, but like, it sounds like Rocky Horror, yeah. But I think there's an episode two where he takes Gene to a concert and I forget which one it is because someone else said something like that to me. Like, doesn't he take Gene to a concert? And he's like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but I don't recall that one. So we get there, we get the seats, the same seats, which are perfect. Like the view is so perfect. And I have to say that this um, um, venue is called Anthem. It is one of my favorite venues. Whoever designed it did such a good job. Okay. There's I have not a to this later. So I'm glad you're telling me this. So tell you me have- great about it. Not not about Anthem, about another new venue that I went to, but we'll get there. Oh, now I'm really curious about that one. Um, So it's, I feel like they did what the House of Blues wanted to do and they did it right. Okay. It's a completely open, um, non-dedicated seat space. So it's like all ground floor, right? Um, oh, I have two guest visitors here, Franklin and Hancock on the podcast. Um. And then what they have is there's a second level that's elevated and all the seats are like a stadium at an angle. So if you're on the second tier, if you're on the mezzanine, you can see no matter where you are because you're stadium seated back Yep. Okay. versus just like on a flat second floor, not able to see the ground floor and what my friend said to me that I went, holy shit, you're right. The ADA accommodation seating is right next to drum roll, please. The sound booth. Yeah. It is the best seat in the house. It's perfectly designed at one point during the show. She was like, I'm going to step out for a second, which I don't blame her. And I was like, I'm going to like kind of try to get closer to the front just to see. 
And just being on the ground, I was like, oh my God, those accommodation seats are actually the best seats in the house. The sound is perfect. The view is perfect. Everything about it is perfect. Mm -hmm. And her comment about it was, um, you can tell that they made the seating, the venue with like the ADA accommodations. They were built with them in mind rather as an afterthought. And I'm like, I agree. I think that was intentional. Yeah, that's great. Was it, but the, it was on the floor. So could you see? So the accommodation seats, there's kind of like a bump there. They're on like a little riser that's like two or three feet up maybe. So you're kind of above everyone and you can see because, you know, depending on the accommodation you need, for example, for her, she's always seated. So she needs to be up a little. Um, and it, yeah, it really was. It was so perfect. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't have gotten a better seat. I think like it also would have been a good place to stand if you were just standing up in the railing in the general admission section, like right up, right in front because the sound was so perfect. That's our preferred so we get in there and you know like I said I was like do you know what's about to happen and she's like no what like what's going on um and Wayne Coyne comes over and he does this thing where he's very like timely with the shows and he's like two minutes you know five minutes three minutes two minutes and then they all come out and they start inflating these giant 10 foot tall inflatable pink robots and my friend who's sitting with me Chrissy and she looks up at me and she's like what the hell and I'm like yeah like this is just the beginning (laughs) she's like okay and then they start playing so they just play you know everyone's like cheering and stuff and he's like keep going keep going keep screaming he wants everyone just be like screaming all the time so then they start playing the songs and everyone they're shooting confetti and everyone's like dancing and stuff and she I wish I could have taken a video several times of how many times she just looked up at me and was like you were gonna take a video but you were afraid Miranda Lambert would come out and yell at you (laughs) I was afraid Wayne Coyne was gonna yell at me he never would oh god She she was just like blown away like he was like what is going the look on her face so many times was just what is happening right now and I'm like exactly so then like you know they finished the first song and I leaned over to her and I said this next song is about a robot learning how to love and she goes are you fucking serious and I'm like yes (laughs) yes absolutely is what are you talking about um (laughs) So I should also mention that like before I went to the concert, I just got something to eat and a drink at a restaurant. And these two dudes came and sat beside me. And I was like, I feel like they're attending. So I started talking to them. I was like, are you guys going to the concert? And they're like, yeah. And we just got to chatting and blah, blah, blah. And I went, am I going to be the only person not on LSD at this concert? And he goes, you don't have to be. And I went, (laughs) (laughs) I went, do you think Wayne would share with me and he goes I will if you ask I was like oh god no I don't I don't do uh psychedelics and then we got into a whole conversation about why I don't do psychedelics I was like I'm just not interested it's not for me like totally appreciate it and all but like no mind altering stuff um but like right from the get-go just everyone was like do you want acid (laughs) free acid (laughs) it's a flaming lips concert what are you gonna do 
I was also wearing the best pants of all time, which were this pair of sequin floral pants that when you run your hand across the sequins, it flips them to a different color. Yeah. Those guys at the bar were like, nice pants. And I was like, hell yeah. And then like, I was waiting in line for my friend to get there. I was just leaning over, like watching people get in line, waiting for her to show up. Someone at the side door, because we had like the ADA door, opens the door and she goes, I love your pants. (laughs) And then when we came in that door, she was like, oh my God, the girl with the pants is here. And she like called some of her coworkers over. She's like, hold on, hold on. I have to show you these pants. And like, everyone was obsessed with the pants. I mean, it, we're going to need it, a, I think a picture should be the, the art for this episode. Yeah. I have a couple pictures. Cause then at the end of the concert, my friend was like, I need to take a picture of you in those pants in front of the marquee. I was like, yeah, I agree. It was such a hit. Like everywhere we, I was in the bathroom. Oh my God, those pants. It was like the perfect if not the Flaming Lips concert, where was I going to wear those? There's a ha- there's a very small handful of places that those are going to be like the pants. Yeah. And that was it. And so these like people, as we were sitting there, people would come over and be like, oh, my God, I love your pants. Like the ushers, everything. Um, It was awesome. And like there were just so many times because like they blow up balloons and they throw them and shoot confetti and all this stuff. And so many times I looked down at her face and she was like what is happening and I was also like just singing along to everything and dancing like a lunatic just like totally like that's a place to just go nuts and not feel judged is a flaming lips concert because everyone's on too much acid to judge you Uh, but there I'm liking this this idea of like going in a different city, right? Because you like definitely are not going to know anybody, right? Like the chances yeah. are way less that you're going to know people. So just like go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Just go nuts. Who's going to see you? Um, so those seats were great. Everything was going well, blah, blah, blah. Concert was awesome. I mean, honestly, I'm so glad I went. I've always wanted to go and I feel like I went to the right one. Like, Yoshimi is definitely my favorite album. My next favorite album is um, um, Embryonic. And my third favorite album is um, American Head, which is like their most recent album. So they did what they did was they played the first set was the full record. And the second set was like just kind of more like a mix. mix. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we can be here all night, you know? So they just like played all kinds of crap. It was really good. Um, there were also lots of kids, like young, young kids. Really? Yeah. Parents with like very young kids. Interesting. I mean, I guess they were just like, oh, I want to bring my kids to this, which I get it. It is like, it's a unique experience. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Entertaining. So at the end of the first half, which is they just play the full Yoshimi record, people started just like, you know, because they were like, we're going to do an intermission that we're going to do a second set. That's going to be our second set. So these two guys walked past me and this one guy walked up and he was like, I love your pants. And I was like, thanks. And he goes, you were singing along to all the songs. And I was like, yeah, I love the songs. And he was like, you know, like all the words. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, are you Wayne Coyne? And I was like, yes, I am. You caught me. It's me, Wayne Coyne. And then the other guy goes, 
in uh 2006 i went to see you at blah 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 and i asked for your uh autograph and you gave it to me but blah 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 and then they kept talking to me as if i was wayne coin and i was like oh no do they really are they so high on acid that they really now think i am wayne coin and he kept going like why didn't you do this why didn't you do that blah 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 and i went i'm so sorry i'm just not myself today <laughs> and he went and he was like, oh, okay, he goes, well, you're a really good singer. He couldn't hear me. He was like, all the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone's on acid there. It's insane. That it's insane. insane. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was really good. So then for the second set, they, which was awesome. And again, like I said, I looked up the Boston Calling set and I was like, I'm so glad I came here because they played, it was like a three hour concert. They shot confetti and balloons at us and blew up giant robots. And it was just awesome. There was one point during the second set with one song that really brought the house down that I wasn't, it's not off like my favorite record. And there's kind of a high pitch sound and I could feel, feel it damaging my ears no and for the first time I was like oh I'm putting in the earplugs like I felt it happen yeah uh, uh. Um, I it, it was so much fun it was like so wild my friend after we left was like I just want to thank you so much for taking me to that it was such a cool experience experience like I had no idea what to expect uh and I really it was weird I really I really liked it and like we ran into some friends of hers the next day and we were explaining it to them and stuff too and they were like what is this band <laughs> and she was like I never would have gone to something like that um I also like had to sit down in the middle of the show like several times because it was so long and I was like dancing and singing so much that I was like I gotta sit. I'm exhausted. Wayne Coyne is 62 Earth years old, and he does this every fucking day. Yeah. Every day. He yeah. does it. He gets up there. How does he do it? It's a workout. Yeah. That's his life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he did get in the bubble. I just want everyone to know he did one song from the bubble, which was super cool. And the other cool part was like, during Yoshimi, when he goes, his na her name is Yoshimi. She's a black belt in karate. Everyone went, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he kept doing it. And he'd go like, he'd point to the crowd. And the whole crowd was going like, yeah, yeah, over and over again. And that's another point when my friend was looking up at me like, what the fuck is going on? This is cults that I don't know. Like, yeah. like you're in a cult. There's giant robots. Like, he's shooting stuff at you. It's super wild. It was so much fun. And I did tell her, I was like, you, like, I don't know how, if you're aware of this, but you kind of just saw like a very unique instance yeah. of that. It's not just like you saw the lips. It's like, they're only going to do that once, probably the full Yoshimi set. So that was a really cool thing that you got to see. Yeah. She That's liked it. Good. that Cause it's kind of risky. Like you said, like, yeah, it's very risky. I even like my boss asked me because I told her I was going. I was like, yeah, I'm going on a trip. I'm going to a concert. She was like, who are you going to see? And I even got nervous to tell her because you can make an assumption about someone going to a Flaming Lips concert. And I was like, I don't, I'm going to tell you, but don't make a judgment on my character. I'm not like that. I just like the band. She goes, I don't even know who that is. I was like, all right, good. Don't look it up. 
<laughs> don't go that. Don't go that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it right? was it was awesome. If you ever get the chance to go to the Flaming Lips, please go. I'm so glad I went. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. That's great. And I'm Wayne Coyne. I should know. Yeah. Just some sometimes when you feel like when you feel like it. <laughs> oh man. That's great. I mean, it's good um, that you loved the venue. It sounds like they did it right. And like I said, I had a very kind of opposite experience recently. Um, and I'm trying to think like I concerts are kind of back. So we've yeah. gone a few this summer. Um, and there's a place in Portsmouth that does like free uh, outdoor concerts, like right on the water. That's Ooh. awesome. You just saw Alan Stone there. You can actually, you can like pay for like premium seating or there, or it's free just to go. So we like got like seats because I'm like, I I'm paying to go see Alan Stone every time he's in town anyway. So I'm okay with like the premium seating. So I don't have to like bring a blanket, whatever, but it was a great show as always. And what's funny is like, they do, um, a musical at the same on the same stage like pretty much I think it's like all summer they have like one and it's similar it's like free you can bring picnic they take like donations it's like a non-profit thing um and the musical this summer is Little Shop of Horrors so the Mm. set is up on the stage like the whole time during his thing they don't like they don't take it down because they do it every week it's like every weekend is the the musical and then they t- they have other acts so it was like just hilarious with like the set with like the plant shop and stuff and then it little, ha- little yeah. shop of little shop of horrors <laughs> is the uh flaming lips equivalent of a kind of of the musical theater world it is weird um so they had like a like a catwalk like up on the top like which on the set like looked like the top of the building so it kind of looks like you're like walking on like the roof of the building so for his encore he's like all right I have to do this because I can he's like I never get the opportunity to do this like when when am I ever gonna see like a set that I get to go walk around so he like went and did the encore like from the top of the little catwalk on top it was cute I was like I just like love that he he's I love this about him as an artist he just like seems very authentic and like he's just having a good time and it's just so him be like look I have to do this because this is gonna be a blast like (laughs) I'm gonna do it for me you know um which was cool but most recently so last week we saw Jason Isbell um who we've seen many times we've gone to Nashville to see him at the Ryman he's probably my favorite songwriter of all time it's like I it's insanity love him um and it was with the 400 unit his band and it was at the roadrunner have you been to the roadrunner yet no and i'm very curious to hear your thoughts okay so last year when we were recording our uh the front ones album one of the interns in the studio um was working works there and he was talking about about it whatever and that's the first time i heard about it. it was like a little like almost a year ago now um and it was like pretty new I don't know exactly when it opened but I feel like it wasn't much before that. it's very it used to be a Celtics training facility it's very oh. new within the past couple of years yeah it's a weird mm-hmm. area that's like kind of being built up it's like yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been like to that area yeah. even. so um so I've been like curious to see a show there like since he was talking about it and I thought it was small like I don't know I had in my head like 
that it was going to be like paradise size or like like smaller smaller than house of blues but it's actually bigger um but sounds like it's about as big as anthem maybe I i think i heard it's a little bit bigger than um house of blues so yeah i don't know i don't know bad with like the um, numbers of seats and stuff like that so um but anywho so it's set up pretty much the same like there's a floor and then there's the balcony and I think you can like pay for like a premium balcony spot or you just get like general admission and you Mm -hmm. can or the balcony so we get there and we're like you know we're we're like too old to like do the whole I'm gonna like stand outside and wait in the line like we're gonna get there like when it starts we don't need to be up front like I'm fine I'm all good so we know we want to stand by the sound booth so we get there we find a little spot next to the sound booth perfect we have like the little railing to lean on because we're old we're great (laughs) we got there like five minutes before the opener started every single person who walked by was at least six feet tall I don't, it, it literally, it became, it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. I turned it on like, I, I don't, it's literally, it was funny. And people like, then we were commenting and then people around us started commenting. Started noticing it. Other people were like, well, it's like the whole basketball team in here. Like different comments. Used, maybe the Celtics got lost. They were like, is maybe. this where we practice still? this makes sense I'm like I'm not like I'm not short I'm like average height Tom's like average you know he's taller than me he's like whatever but like what is happening it was insane I could not see anything then as like the show goes on like people start shifting whatever and then the opener finishes there's you know the the space in between and we're kind of like I was like I don't know like I cannot see the stage at all like at all and I'm like I don't know if it's like the tall people <laughs> so I kind of thought it was the tall people and I'm like am I just unlucky and they're all like right in front of me I'm like I don't know you know people shift they come and go they go to the bar they move right. just stay it's a good spot we have our leaning post we're next to the sound booth blah 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 um and then he comes on and I'm I literally I could not see a body part of any one of the people on the stage it could have oh. been it could have been a recording playing like I literally nothing I couldn't even see above like there was a light thing on the top of the stage and I could only see like the top half of it it was is it is it that the stage isn't high enough I think this is the issue and this is what Tom said like right away he's like the stage needs to be higher it's like because right yeah so I don't know and then there's like behind the sound booth it's like raised a little bit so I guess if you're like in the very front of that against like the railing you would be good because you would have kind of sounds like what you guys I'm saying it sounds exactly what now I want to go because I'm curious but the thing about Anthem was even when I was on the ground and like yeah it was tricky because when you're on the floor and like you're seeing when you're up and I was up very close I was trying to get as close as possible I just wanted to give it a shot but I could still see him. Yeah. Like I could still see the stage no matter where I was on the ground. It was high enough. Yeah. No, hmm. not a thing. And the sound was great. And I later found out that the intern that was in the studio when we recorded, he was doing the mixing for the opener, which was great. Hmm. Sound- 
but I couldn't. So Tom was like, stay here. I'm going to go like scope out like up behind, like on the raised part and see like if it's better. So he came back. He's like, I think it's, I think you'll be able to like move more there and like find a window. So we abandoned our spot and we went to like the way back, like corner. So we could like kind of, but even, even from there, like it was deep enough. I could barely see anything. I was like lucky that it sounded good, but people were standing in the stairwell up to the balcony because you could see like you could probably see from like being in the stairwell which I I don't I wouldn't think they would allow people to stand in stairways but they were standing on the stairs to leave like there's like a snow all on the stairs all on the stairwell because I'm like so it's not just us like no don't see a thing huh I had the opportunity to go to one concert there back in like November, the smile was playing there, but I just didn't end up going. And then I, I heard it wasn't like necessarily that great. So I'm glad I didn't, but I really want to go and see yeah. someone there and see what it's like, because well, that sucks. It's, it's nice. It's like new. It's like clean. It was like clean and big. And like the sound was excellent. It's like, I'd love to go back, but I would definitely, I would do the, I would do the thing and get there early and like have to get a front spot on that railing behind the sound booth or front row in the balcony like I'd assume that's the only way because the the floor had no like angle to it and the stage is just too low or something I feel like that's what my friend said to me I feel like she was like you have to get there early to get up front if you want a good spot like now that you're saying that I kind of think I remember her saying something like that to me but I haven't been there I haven't seen it yeah but I mean obviously the, the show was great like they put on a great show good yeah it was interesting um yeah so I've also been playing some gigs and I don't think uh, nothing like all that crazy has happened so we had the album release uh show which was great we did I think I was talking about how we were planning it maybe the last time we talked Mm -hmm. and we did I don't remember anymore I don't even remember when our last yeah when we recorded but um we did like a, a brunch time show it was like an afternoon show because we're old it was a Sunday and it was great we had way more people come out um, than we expected, which was like really heartwarming and, and beautiful. And like, we're just, we're so grateful and so full of love and, and gratitude. Um, and- love. What is that? um and the album's been doing well I think people have been liking it so check it out Frontwoods is the, <laughs> the band name um and then yeah nothing like super uh, notable which is good other than just yeah yeah wow. no one's whipped a laptop at your skull no it was great it was okay, great okay. Was thrown. um and then we played we had another gig that was supposed to be like um a, like it was it was it was a big like outdoor event and it was like the first weekend in June and you think like we played it last year it was nice like you know it's outside you're like you're just starting to get into outdoor gigs and like people are hanging out it was like 55 degrees and raw and like drizzle raining. Oh, that's right. But it was so cold. And we're like, what the fuck? Like you play a gig in June and you don't expect like Ari was wearing a beanie. Like we needed like hand warmers. You're like, what is happening? It was just the worst, like the worst luck. And then it's been it's starting to get better, but the summer, I am almost glad we had a couple gigs and they all were good. We lucked out with weather, um, and stuff like that, like for our outdoor, but so many gigs have been being, been canceled. Canceled. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, but, um, 
yeah and then tom tom's been doing a lot of sound gigs so he's still doing like a lot of weddings and um you know different gigs we haven't been on here since the taylor swift concert came through boston but did you see or uh foxborough did you see like the night it rained so un uh, unimaginably hard and the concert still went on i know it's insane that happened with uh, a a country guy too a few weeks ago like it just the friday night show poured and then saturday was nice and but did he keep he did the show he didn't stop it yeah no i think they paused for lightning and then he came back and finished like i think they just have to pause for lightning technically Hmm. yeah crazy 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 but i will say like big artists do that right and then when when it when we play and it rains like people the average person and I get it like they they don't know this they shouldn't know this but like they expect like they don't understand how big of a deal it is for your gear to get wet right Taylor Swift did it it's like okay Taylor Swift just gave her crew how many millions of dollars in bonuses like she just each gave them a hundred thousand dollars or whatever (laughs) right like we can't like you our shit cannot get wet like I can't yeah which oh oh speaking of the rain raining on gear that this is something that happened this past weekend so it was it was rainy and it was a big it's a big like festival weekend there's a lot of festivals that are happening in different cities that like I I was having this these memories because I used to play like everything everywhere all the time and I was like oh my god in in the past on this weekend we'd be like driving from like here to here and playing like two gigs here then another two gigs over here the next day and whatever but this year I didn't play any of them which was like in a way I'm like "Eh, I kind of miss it but and mostly I really don't because it was kind of shitty weather and it was rainy and like kind of misty and one of the days (laughs) a venue who was hosting it was a brewery that was hosting um like a beer garden at one of these festivals and they had like an outdoor setup with like the beer garden and food and like whatever and they posted a picture of a little stage with a pop-up tent over it in the middle of a field with like the you can see like the mist and the drizzle and like that it's wet and whatever and they posted on social media saying our band has even though our band has canceled, we're still here set up, ready to have a good time for you. Like come down and hang or whatever. And I was like, "Mm, that's a shitty thing to put. Like it was just like the tone of it. Like even though our band canceled, I'm like, it's right. Like, what are you? And I feel like they're posting like a picture of the thing to be like, it was even a covered stage, you know, like we provided, it's like, it's a pop-up tent on like, like that's not, that's to shield from like the sun. That's I was going to say, do you get PTSD from that pop-up tent and like the rain pouring down? Like, yes. Right. Yeah. That's, those aren't people with a ton of money. That's like no. serious. And then I realize, like, so I'm like, I go to the comments. Cause I'm like, okay, like, what is, or, is anybody like complaining about like what's happening? And you have both sides. Like people are like, complaint like oh the band they canceled like day of like wow I'm surprised like that's crazy or whatever why how could they do that and then other people like uh because you have thousands of dollars of gear like so I was like okay someone's already (laughs) schooling the comments like I don't need to intervene or whatever 
then I found out later that I knew somebody in the band and I, cause I saw them post like, Hey, we are canceled, blah, blah, blah. And I almost wanted to comment and be like, you should ask the venue to like, take that down. Cause it makes them look bad to I agree. person who doesn't get it. Who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. Like I said, like they don't, not that they should understand, but it's like, somehow it's common sense a little bit but like it's something you wouldn't think about until they put that thought into your mind and be like oh that's shitty of the band to cancel it's like it's not that simple right it was just it was so bad and then we saw um ken our guitarist came came by the house he borrowed some lights that tom tom lent him some lights for a gig that he had um and he was coming back to return them. And I was telling, telling that Tom and Ken about this. And I was like, look, and I like showed the post and then there were like more comments and it was like, all like, okay, Karen. And like this, and that, like it had fully like blown up in the comments. I was like, all right, see, like there's people who just like, but I, it's funny because when I see these things about like Taylor Swift, you know, playing in the pouring rain, I'm like, oh, don't give the general public the idea that like, right. Do that. Right. Yeah. Oh, damn you, Taylor. Damn you. You know, terrible. So, yeah, I just think it was shitty of the venue to like make it look like the band did something wrong, you know, or like like put right. that on the band or whatever. But yeah, that's <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, I I'd say you know otherwise my gigs have been thankfully uneventful for the most part. But I will say Tom had a very eventful um gig at his cluster of gigs this summer, and. Uh, you already know about it, Terry, because I couldn't save it for the podcast. You were, you were texting this to me in real time where I was like, what's happening? What's happened now? What's I had going split, on? Like I had the split second thought of like, should I save this? And I was like, I just, I can't, it's happening now. And like, sh- I need to involve Terry. <laughs> like I can't. Yeah. You did the right thing by telling me. This is one I had to. So for our listener. <laughs> Greg. So Greg, here's what happened. So Tom was doing sound at a wedding. He was doing um, sound for the cock, the the ceremony, and then the reception. Did you just say sound for the cock? <laughs> it's a cocktail hour, and I stopped. Okay, yeah, just a quick like life yeah. lesson. If you're gonna choose to stop in the middle of the sentence and you're saying cocktail hour, don't just be like cock. But yeah, that's where I'm gonna stop. He was doing sound for the cock. So anyway. <laughs> Is the name of this episode sound for the cock? Yeah, I think we just had. So I have a bad, something about my robot ass. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh my God. Finish the word cocktail. Is the... <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Not the cocktail hour. The ceremony. The ceremony. <laughs> He's doing sound for this ceremony, which I think included like some like a string quartet or trio or something. And then the uh, oftentimes they want the officiant and the bride and groom or whatever to be miked so people can hear the vows and things like that so often he'll do a lav mic like clip to the officiant and then it picks up like enough of the three of them and whatever for the ceremony so he had the officiant all hooked up with the lav mic and everything's ready to go and the ceremony starts so the the groomsmen and the groom start coming down the aisle 
and the officiant collapses. <sighs> like fully collapses on the screen. And I not- when you were texting me this and you were like, he's like out, this is serious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is he alive? Is he alive? Like, literally, I don't know. I'm waiting to hear back. Yeah. He literally didn't know. It wasn't just like a, oh, I pa- like passed out because it was hot or like I locked my knees and like, it wasn't like, whoops. One- yeah. So Tom texted was like, so like the official just collapsed. Like, and I'm like, what? So then I start texting Terry and we're like, <laughs> wait for the updates. And he's like, they're using the uh, defibrillator on him. Like, thankfully, thank God, like the venue had one. I don't know. And always had someone on the path that knows how to use it. Like they're <laughs> using the defibrillator and they're like, he locked his knees. <laughs> Cause of death, locked his knees. That's what every choir kid thinks is going to be the right. death of them. They tell you so many times not to lock yeah. your knees when you're in choir. Damn, they were right. You're right. So I, I don't know. And it's going on. And it was like, a, it was a long time. And Tom, like Tom's texting, he's like, okay, like they're using the defibrillator, they're doing CPR, they're, you know, taking, they told all the people to go inside, like they're, I don't know. So then the ambulance gets there, they're working on them on the ground or whatever. And we're getting like, updates every like two minutes coming to me and then I'm going to Terry and we're like, oh my God, like, this is awful. Like, what yeah. are like going to do? And I mean, we're like, is it someone that they know? Not that it it matters. Like, we don't want anybody to be hurt, but it's like for the couple, it's like, is this a family right. member or is it just like a, I don't know. It's and so- I think what I said to you is like, is this guy okay? What's going on? And I was like, are these people going to get married? And like, look, this man's life is the number one thing. Someone's life is more important than anything. But also like the reality of the matter is you spent like $35,000, $40,000 on this right. day because I asked you too I was like what town are you in and you were like Duxbury or something I was like oh shit yeah that's a 50,000 like that is a huge that's no joke like are they gonna do something to right. even just stand in or whatever right and I mean he he so I don't want to like bury the lead or whatever he ended up being okay so like I think let's just like get that out yes he's fine he's fine we know this um but at the time it was like yeah I mean if this person just needs medical assistance, needs to go to the hospital, is it uh, someone, is it like the bride's dad who like, exactly continue the day without like, what is the deal? So we didn't know like any of that as it was happening. And then, you know, the ambulance finally came, the EMTs came and then they took, you know, they, they took him away to the hospital and he was, I guess, had kind of woken up a little bit, um, was still kind of like incoherent and stuff at that point. But was at least like breathing, um, which was great. And then they had all the people. Which just, was I, pro. I'm pro <laughs> with the breathing. Perfect. Um, and they took him to the hospital. And it's at this point that, you know, we're like, are they still going to go on with it? Whatever. And Tom's like, well, he had my lav mic on him. <laughs> Should I ask for it now? <laughs> excuse me um <laughs> emts while you're wheeling him out you just like you're just not i mean you obviously just can't do hold anything. on if they defibrillated him wouldn't the mic be like shot so i i asked this question too i'm like is that did it like get in the way like i was thinking did they like rip his shirt open and rip it like i have no yeah. idea it happened right 
And again, it's like, like you said, uh, in the moment, it's like this person's life is do whatever you need to do. But then like, God, yeah, in fact, it became funny because it was like, yeah, like, how do you get that? You're like, well, we're going to go on with the wedding. So we kind of need that. Like, I don't know what to... And I'm like, I think you were joking. Like, can you turn it on? Like, and still hear what's going on? Like, you can hear. He's like getting updates. He's like, hold on. (laughs) Through the speakers to the reception. Like, (laughs) just hearing everything. I don't know what the range is on it, but I don't think it was covering all the way to the hospital. I don't even know. Like, it's insanity. So, yeah, they went on with the wedding. I think. I think it was like the bride's mom or something like officiated. And again, now I'm like, are you really like, there's like the paperwork and the legal aspect of it. So it's like, are they really married? Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody just has to sign it, but if he wasn't there he's probably not supposed to sign it, like, it's such a weird, I like wonder how all that worked out, but I guess they had the whole, he had the whole like thing written like, or, you know, in a binder there. So the mom just like used that and as a robot the technicalities and the logistics of whether or not they're married and all the paperwork that ensued is very interesting to me interesting like how did it happen and and like sometimes like your license is good for a certain like day and place so if you had to like did you have to get a new marriage license and do it (gasps) day like I it's so many questions right right and he like started he was there right so could he te- like and sometimes honestly I think like you sign the stuff even like before before yeah it's there's really no te- it's just the signing like you don't have to say anything you know there's no like thing you technically have to do I would really like a follow-up on that I don't know if Tom's in touch with any of those people but if there is any way for us to find out I am very curious well if somehow Greg I was gonna say if, if a listener knows them but if Greg if you know them <laughs> would he know them no. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if a listener knows them, but it's just Greg. So. Oh, right. Like, what if we're putting this out into the world and all the people, and by people, I mean all the one people who hear it yeah. are like, oh, yeah, I know those people. I was at that wedding. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? But, mm-hmm. oh my God. So, um, yeah, they went on with it. And again, he was, they got word that he was okay. Um, you know, what a vibe killer, too. Like, like how weird. <laughs> I don't know. But Tom said it was like they were partying. Like I was like, did it seem like weird after? And he was like, no, like they partied. I I guess you could see it going either way too, right? Like people are just like, after you know he's all right, it's just like, holy shit, like life is short, man. Like let's, that was stressful. Let's have a drink. Let's like, you know, have some fun. So I think luckily that's how it went. But um, Tom still doesn't have the microphone back. The the venue uh like the person from person from the venue said like this is a jp that they use he knows the the person so he got it back and he is supposed to be mailing it to tom but he hasn't yet so he's like i think i'm gonna need to like go there and get it which is like i i think when tom follows up about the mic he should ask if they're married right (laughs) i can tell i can ask him too maybe i'll go with him to go get it and i'll like yeah Please do. It's research. We'll put it on our uh, Gigtails expense account. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I have some follow-up questions for episode 70, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, Ashley, reporter with Gigtails News. Uh... Yeah. So, I mean, that was insanity. And I hope that, you know, that never happens again in our presence. Ever. 
scary and yeah um otherwise yeah i think uh life's been pretty pretty normal Tom Tom has some missing gear after a gig that uh it kind of sucks somebody must have grabbed it and uh not returned it or not said that they took it or not really sure there's like you're you're going really far out of your way to not say stole here (laughs) i mean he could have left it at a venue or something and then but he's traced back he's contacted he's called everybody and no one has admitted to having it so it's Mm. where with someone who this has got to know that it's not theirs um so we now, um, I had been telling him before, like, hey, you should put air tags and all your stuff. And then now I'm like, so about those air tags, they are cheap replacing your gear, huh? So Tom, don't prove your wife even more right than she already is. You dem dem. Yeah. So now there's, you know, the air tags and all the stuff. And so, you know, air tag your shit, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it the point in the show when we ask each other what we're listening to? I think it is. I think we've arrived. Do you have an answer or are you unprepared again? I, I'm unprepared. So I feel like I have to say uh Frontwoods. I have to I have to do this the shame the shameless self-promotion. But I will say that this is this is genuine because Frontwoods is my duo project with Matt Jackson, who has been on the podcast. And I will say I I I in the past have had a harder time listening to my own music, like just being hypercritical and, you know, hearing everything that's wrong with everything. And I've really been like, just getting better with that in general in life. And like, that's something I've been, you know, working on, like not, you know, being so self-critical and this and that, like in all aspects. So I feel like I've generally gotten better. So I think that work that I've been doing plus the fact that it's a duo album and it's like it's not all me I right it's it feels different and I actually like really enjoy listening to it so I've been listening to it like far more than I have listened to my that helps so yeah like that's how I feel about this podcast because I actually hate the sound of my voice (laughs) and when I say that I don't mean this voice that's (laughs) I don't mean the literal like timbre and quality of my voice. I mean like the way that I talk and the things that I say and the manner in which I speak. I I hate it. Yeah, I think and yeah, most people do. Yeah, I agree. Most people do hate the sound of my voice, and <laughs> unless I'm speaking to them like this, oh my God. then they enjoy it. <laughs> When I, but we have to listen back to this podcast to like, you know, edit out robot voices and things like that. I actually have to pretend I'm listening to someone else. Like I tell myself, this isn't you. Yeah. It's like a game I play. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's a hard thing. I don't know, but listening to yourself is not, I don't understand how people like make movies and then like watch the movie. I think a lot of them don't like I think a lot of actors say like they don't they don't they haven't watched mm. back or it's like years later and they're just watching it back like and they're like oh from it it's like not even you anymore you know mm. yeah yeah I'm not even me anymore I'm slowly becoming a robot maybe if I had talked like this to Wayne Coyne he would have invited me to join the flaming 
lips. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Damn <laughs> it. I should have uh, been like, yo, Wayne, listen to this. <laughs> Check it out. He's clearly, he'll listen to the podcast. He'll reach out. Wayne, hit us up. Sponsor us. I wish. Good. What are you listening to? I was just going to say the flaming lips. Like I, you know, put them on. Actually, a thing that was kind of cool about that concert too was like one of the songs, the song that damaged my ears. <laughs> it's off of a record that I ha- always haven't been like super crazy about. It's definitely not my favorite. Like my three favorites are, like I said, Yoshimi, Embryonic, and then American Head. So, but after listening to that song, it's off of the record, The Terror. I was like, oh, that was actually really good. That fucking brought the house. Like yeah. I was left with my mouth open so I went back and I listened to that I was like oh I have like a new vibe on this but um I actually highly recommend the record their most recent well kind of like their it was released in 2021 it's called American Head it's very chill it's not typical lip stuff it's like very calm um oh what's her name uh shoot uh, she she's a co-writer on one of the songs hold on um she's someone you like damn it this is gonna drive me nuts America. I like Casey Musgraves uh, Jesus yeah yep yep yeah she's a great writer so she was like a co-writer on a couple of songs on that record and she sings on them nice. but it's like very chill it's very calm i highly recommend it even if you're not necessarily like into the flaming lips it, it's such a great listen and i put it on a lot like when i'm working just because it's kind of like calming background kind of stuff but yeah. i i really really love it it's great nice cool very cool well i mean we've given you suggestions we've given you entertainment we've given you stories so We've given you the will to love and learn. Yes. And if you like all that jazz, then tell a friend. And if you don't like what you heard, tell a robot. (laughs) This is becoming a thing. I love it. All right. Keep keep gigging. Oh, I'm going to say to Sean, the second I get downstairs, I'm going to be like, do you want a sandwich or a salad? Wait till you hear this back. It's going to be creepy. It's so good. Now I really don't have to pretend it's someone else. So I can just be like, oh, that robot lady. It's going to be like, hello, Sean. Would you like some apple juice or some orange like the cadence is really good i can't even get through it <laughs> this is why i could never make prank phone calls in high school like i just immediately just start laughing <laughs>